Hello, welcome to the Elevate Your Wellbeing podcast with your host, Rachel Wagstaff, yoga teacher, wellbeing coach, and former snoozeaholic. In this podcast, I'm going to be diving into wellbeing tips and tools to help you feel great daily, just like you deserve to. Hello, welcome to episode seven of the Elevate Your Wellbeing podcast. Grab your journal and pen. You might want to take some notes, but as always, we're going to go through a journaling prompt at the end of the episode. So before we dive in, make sure you have some natural light on you. So if you're listening to this in the morning, get those curtains open. Even if it's a grey, rainy day like it is for me today as I'm recording this, it's amazing how bright that light still feels. So make sure you get that on you because it will help you wake up. It will help you to feel focused. It will also help reset your body clock, your circadian rhythm, which will help you to fall asleep better and improve your sleep health. Also make sure you've got some water so you're staying hydrated and let's dive in. So if you joined me last week, I went over the 1% method and also said that I was going to dive into this week's topic this week, which will help you build on that 1%. So if you've not listened to that, go and listen to it. It's only just over 15 minutes. It's really short. Ironically, I've kept it within that 1% of your time. I didn't even try to do that. But this week, I'm going to go into reverse engineering your habits. So I've called this week's episode, How to Actually Achieve Your Goals. And I want to go into what goals are versus intentions. And reverse engineering is basically scaling a habit. That sounds probably quite a lot to go into straight away. So if you have set goals, maybe you avoid them like the plague. I've been chatting about this a lot on my social media. So if you do want to go into this even more, do check out my social media. All the links are in the show notes so you can go into this conversation even more. It's also a really easy way to connect with me and ask me questions about this. But if you've been setting goals, sometimes we have these big audacious goals we can feel very ambitious which is amazing because that's what we're here to be you know it's all about change or about enjoying and living life to the full but then we wonder how on earth we're going to achieve them because they're huge they're these huge goals and it can feel overwhelming like we've been off more than we can chew but that's because we then don't know how to make these into smaller smaller and smaller habits so something that seems really huge we can break down into easy pieces so if you're wanting to do something by the end of the year how can you break that down into what you can do for each month how can you then break that down for the say four weeks of the month how can you then break that down to every single day of the week so you can work on your goal, your habit, your intention, every single day, just a little bit. So this is how that 1%, the power of one comes in because you're showing up for yourself, you're committing to something every single day in a small way, but it's that compound effect that really makes a difference when you're working on this goal. And this is what we mean when I'm saying about scaling a habit. So if you're wanting to read more books, and that's very, very 
um, specific. So you want to get clear and get that clarity. But say you're wanting to read a book a month. So it's like, right, by the end of the year, I would have read 12 books. But at the moment, you're not a reader. You don't identify with being a reader. And that is where we want to reverse engineer it. So rather than thinking, oh, my gosh, I've got to try and read a book a month, because that's already, you've like, I want to read more. How many books do you want to read in the year? Okay, maybe let's go for 12, because there's 12 months. But how many, how, how can you show up for yourself and do this every single day? So really bring it all the way back. So where would you more likely see that book? So you might set your book on your pillow every morning after making your bed, so you'll read in the evening. You might set it on your desk, so you'll have that time to read it sometime during the day. You might set it, this is what I do, on the arm of the sofa. So when I sit down on the sofa, I'll read the book first before turning on the telly. And then because you're starting to see it there, you're starting to associate it with a habit you do even if you haven't started it yet you're seeing it there where are you going to see it maybe it's on the kitchen table so it's next to the kettle when you make your coffee in the morning after you've drunk your water of course then read at least one page a day remember last week i was saying about the showing up for that one percent or that one penny will have that compound effect so read one page a day and then as that gets easy, start to scale it. So you turn that one page a day into two, those two pages into four pages, those four pages into eight pages. And then you can start to aim for like 10 or 20 pages a day. And then before you know it, you've read that book. And another way you can really make this work once you've started scaling this, this is something we do in the book club I'm in. We look at how many pages there are in the book. And then go, okay, how many days are there in the month? Obviously, around 30. So we divide those number of pages by the 30 days of the month. And then it gives us a, a rough scale of how many pages to aim for each day. But if that feels too much, start with one page a day and then scale from there. Once that feels comfortable, and you might find that as you do it, you're like, actually, one page is really easy. I could go for two pages. And then two pages is really easy. So you'll go for four pages. And before you know it, you've read a chapter. So really work on scaling this for what works for you. And this is how you're going to reverse engineer or scale a habit. So if you want to meditate, like I want to meditate every single day, get clear, get into that feeling of why you want to meditate. Ask yourself, how long could I realistically meditate for? And again, going by that 1%, that would be about 15 minutes. When are you going to do it at the start of the day? So wake up 15 minutes earlier, for example, so you have that time. And I know I've said in a previous podcast that I was interviewed, so not in this podcast, but on, on someone else's, do you have to wake up earlier in the morning? No. But also, also, as I also highlighted last week, the average snooze time is nine minutes. So if you don't snooze, instead you wake up and you use that snooze time to meditate, you're not actually losing any time. You're not realistically getting up any earlier. You can stay in bed and do those 15 minutes. But if that feels too much, sit down and just focus on your breath for a minute. And then when that gets comfortable, two minutes, four minutes. See where I'm going with it, especially if you listen to the practice or podcast last week. So how can you scale 
a habit? How can you reverse engineer your habit? And this is all about finding balance. I want to highlight balance because as this episode goes out, they were in the last quarter moon in Libra and Libra is all about balance. It's not about restricting yourself. Sometimes that's what we feel like when, we, when we're like, I'm going to create these healthy goals, but I can't do this because I haven't got the time. I feel like I'm restricting myself from certain other things in my life. This is where a lifestyle audit really comes into play. This is the first thing I do when I go through coaching with people because it's very, very normal to believe we don't have the time, but we do have the time. It's where you're actually spending it. Remember, if you're not making time for it, it's not a priority. And those short-term sacrifices that can feel like really do have a long-term gain. So really see what you're feeling when you try to create these. If you're feeling any resistance, where is the resistance coming up? Can you make it a smaller bite-sized goal so you start realizing how you feel good and I had a friend say this morning it's amazing how just taking time off for the holidays sometimes we take time off from our self-care habits and practices and she really realized how much of an impact that had in a detrimental way because she thought oh that's fine I'll take a few days or a week off and she could really feel the difference mentally and physically and emotionally in stopping those self-care practices so really honor showing up for yourself one minute a day or up to that 1% a day. And when we go into identifying, this is also a key part of how you will achieve your goals. So you've got those big picture goals, reverse engineer them, break them down, listen to the podcast I did. I think it was episode five. Let me go have a look. Episode five which was the 90-day plan, the 90-day review. So you can break it down into those smaller chunks. What can I do over the next 90 days to work on those goals? So rather than seeing the whole year, which can feel a bit daunting sometimes as well, look at what you can do over the next 90 days. Remember, you're breaking things down. So you can go, right, what can I do every month? And then what can I do every week? What can I do every day? So you're breaking it down into smaller and smaller and smaller bite-sized pieces. So you've got reverse engineering, then those 90 day plans, you're actually making a plan for yourself because it gives you clarity of what you're doing, what you're wanting to achieve. Because sometimes I know I've been really guilty of doing this. I've set these goals, but I don't really set them. They're just an idea. I'm brainstorming. I want to do this. I want to create this, but I don't actually create a plan. And if you don't create a plan, you don't have a goal. If you don't create a plan, you don't have a goal. But the other key thing I want to leave you with before we go into our journaling practice is to identify with the goal we're trying to create. And this is key because when it comes to creating goals, these are all about doing things. I'm going to do a meditation. I'm going to go on a run or go for a run. I'm going to have to read all these books, whatever it is, there's an element of doing. But when we set an intention, it's all about being. All about being. And this is where really being able to achieve your goals comes into how you identify with those goals. So if you're saying, I want to meditate every day, I want to read 
so many books by the end of the year. I want to be healthier. Again, there's no clarity. But if you're not stepping into identifying as those people, so you're telling yourself, I want to, so I should or I have to or I must do these things to be able to do that. Instead, work on the identity, setting those intentions for being the person you want to become. So focus on how you want to feel once you are doing these practices, once you become that type of person. And it's connecting to a greater purpose because you're giving yourself that long-term vision, that long-term goal for who you want to be. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey, that process. And this is where the 90-day plan comes in because that is the journey. You're carving out what the journey is going to look like. So your affirmation, instead of, I want to be able to meditate every day. Your affirmation can be something as simple as, I am a meditator. Instead of, I want to run every single day, I am a runner. Instead of, I want to read X amount of books by the end of the year, your affirmation, your identity is, I am a reader. So what is the identity of the goal that you're wanting to achieve and work with that affirmation. So that can be really powerful. So open up your journal and write out the goal and then figure out the intention. You might even start reverse engineering that goal. And if you're going to do that, you might pause this podcast and then just listen to the last bit for your journaling prompt for today. And the key thing is if a goal feels good, then you really feel that hell yes energy. There's no point doing a goal because you feel you should do it. That's no fun at all. This is your life. What do you want to do? How do you want to feel? So your journaling prompt for this week is, does this support the life I'm trying to create? Does this support the life I'm trying to create? So does this goal support the life you're trying to create? Does this intention support the life you're trying to create? Does this habit support the life you're trying to create? Does the lifestyle you already have support the life you're trying to create. Really get deep and honest with yourself here. So thank you very much for joining me for this week's episode. I've got a few ideas coming up as we move through into the year. But if there are any topics that you would like to learn more of, please let me know. And like I said at the beginning, every way to get in touch with me are in the show notes. So feel free to message me through Facebook, Instagram, or through email. Or if you're watching this or listening to this on my YouTube channel, pop a question in the comments. I really do appreciate that. And remember, if you're wanting to dive into these practices more, there is my Rise and Shine Wellbeing membership. Details for that are in the show notes. And you still have two weeks until the podcast discount for the Embodied Vitality six-week wellbeing course expires. So sign up through that link to my Embodied Vitality six-week wellbeing course, which starts in February, beginning of February. I think it's the second. And you get to save £222 or your equivalent in your currency (laughs) for wherever you're living. So if you have got questions on that, again, all the details are in the show notes. The link for the membership are in the show notes and the link to get the discount for the six-week wellbeing course is also in the show notes. 
enjoy diving into journaling. Let me know how you're getting on with reverse engineering and your 90-day plan. And have a fabulous weekend. And I look forward to joining you next week. Take care. Enjoy your Feel Good Friday. <laughs>